This is Eric Decker, and you are listening to the Laces In Podcast with Eric Allen, Alex Jimo, and your host, Ethan Greenberg. What's up, Chets Nation? Welcome inside the Florham Park Studios for episode number five of Laces In. I'm your host, Ethan Greenberg, joined alongside Alex Jimo and Eric Allen. Now, today we got a nice little show for you. We got some Pittsburgh Steelers. We got some suicide picks. Unfortunately, one of us got kicked out from last week. We'll touch on that later. But first... They had to be you because Alex... Yeah, uh, I know. Alex uh, it, always right, takes a look at my picks. Spoiler, spoiler alert, it was myself. Uh, I actually picked the Bengals, which Eric and Alex picked, in my, act, in my money suicide pool outside of this podcast. So I'm still alive in real life. But <laughs> in the show, Are in you? the show, I got knocked out. So uh, I picked the Cardinals, who uh, suffered a loss to the division rival L.A. Rams. But first... Is uh yeah you you got a you got a little haircut. It yeah, it looks good. Thanks, man. It's faded action. I try I, I try to keep it clean. And uh, this is my typical uh, about five every five six weeks. So right around five things. to six weeks. That's a pretty sure. long time, isn't it? Yeah, my hair doesn't grow as fast as it used to. How about that? <laughs> Are you taking a dig at yourself? <laughs> no, I think I still got uh, relatively. Uh, Full head of hair. Now, <laughs> b- bottom line is your hair, your hairline moves back when you get older. You'll experience that. But I'm not going bald by any means. Well, all right. I'll it, so- it, something it, to look forward it, to. As, pe- as people much. can check out the videos on New York Chess.com, I'm not a baldy man. And there's not that anything's wrong with uh, being bald. Some I've pe- shaved my head before. I've picked really? my head before. Wait, you've shaved your head oh, before? Oh, sure. I've I would my love, head before. I would love to see a photo of you with a shaved head. Oh, yeah. When I was playing hockey at the University of Maryland, I one night uh, shaved, shaved the head, picked it. I actually scared a couple of roommates coming home because okay. it was a scary sight. You know? All right. All right. <laughs> too bad we don't have a, a. Too bad no one can see that photo. But I, I do want to see. That I've photo. done it a couple times. The big action. I okay. like the big action with the beard as well. The big action with the beard. Yeah. That must be a sight to see. Yeah. We were just talking about it. The beard comes back when after Thanksgiving. Right around Thanksgiving. Around sure. Thanksgiving. All right. Something. It's not no shave November, or it is. Well, for some people it is. I'm all. No, in, I'm in for you personally. I'm all into charity causes. Bottom line, but uh, I'm not a mustache guy. All right. Real you? quick, you probably um, could grow a mustache. You got some darkness. I, I, I don't think it would fill out pretty nice. I think yeah, it would be pretty mustache, pencil stash. My mustache would be blonde. Well, my, my dad used to have a massive beard in college. People, yeah. people actually thought he looked like Charles Manson, unfortunately. Which is like... I would say shave the beard, Mr. Greenberg. Yeah, I mean, it's gone now. Oh, my God. But it, I'll show you a photo then and now after the show. But... I was thinking about this the other day. By the way, I like your outfit again today. I was I was gonna say if you got you got the <laughs> nice horse, you got the polo. These, these are polo just blue shirt. chinos. <laughs> polo blue, shirt, blue pants, well, chinos, smurf all right. pants. Yeah. All right. <laughs> They're not <laughs> smurf pants. Oh what with the black God. shoes? I wouldn't know what to do with these, that. These outfit. are black shoes. I guess you could go either black or brown, right? I, what this? So, yeah, Isn't this pretty normal? He has purple socks no. on as as No, well. they're great. They're yeah, great. White, they're they're purple. White oh, button-down shirt. Um, oh, my God. We're, mo- we're, mo- we're moving off Roy- of my Royal fashion. blue pants I can't catch a break. Shoes. You know what? I think you could go with either or. You I'm probably going, could do brown shoes with that, too. I think, I think I'm, I'm just going to wear I'm just wearing black pants. I'm wearing black pants and a white shirt every day now because I, I can't walk in this office without getting criticized. I think you look good. You look good. You look like you just came out of Starbucks. At a Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. I went to Dunkin' Donuts today. 
Okay, great. Pumpkin spice is back. We're going. We're going <laughs> to Pittsburgh. We are spice. off the rails right now. We're, we're going to Pittsburgh right oh, now. Oh, I didn't know Alex was here. Uh, I'm right here. <laughs> what am I going to do? Talk about facial hair? I can't grow a beard. Sorry. You sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would do much for your reputation. No, I, don't, okay. I think we'll leave let's, that off. Let's move on to Pittsburgh here again. The Jets one o'clock this Sunday. Heinz Field, looking to go two and three now on the season, and EA. All eyes are on the New York Jets right now. You know, media capital of the world, New York, big market. All eyes in this matchup tend to point to Antonio Brown and the New York Jets secondary. But throughout this week, the Jets have seemed extremely confident from the head man up top, Todd Bowles, throughout the locker room. What do you what what do, what do you think of this? What, what do you take of this? Last year, obviously, the Jets had a t bit of a rough stretch, but they they ended up ten. And well, six. you wrote about that, right? So there were one and four. Uh, between week 7 and 11. They were left for dead after the Houston game. I've mentioned this multiple times this week. They were 5-5. Five and five. Then they went on a five-game winning streak that actually began with a win over the Miami Dolphins at MetLife Stadium. We knew the schedule was going to be tough before the year started. I think Kansas City was an anomaly in the sense that the Jets are not going to turn the ball over eight times again in a game. Okay? Now, if we were betting people, which we are not, I would say that's not going to happen again. Todd Bowles did say that the Jets took some strides last week, and I would agree with that. They didn't get the victory, but they did a lot of good things against the Seahawks. No moral victories in this league. Bottom line, they had a chance to get back in that game in the fourth quarter, unfortunately turned the ball over three times. Russell Wilson was tremendous. But when you look at this matchup, Ethan, I, I think it's going to be on the offense as far as they got to find a way to produce some points and give the defense some help. Conversely, we know the defense has to stop the big plays. Yes, we've heard that ad nauseum. I talked to Marcus Gilchrist about it. Here's a little plug, Jets spotlight this week with the Jets quarterback of the secondary, Marcus Gilchrist. The other thing the defense can do is give it, get a takeaway or two to set the offense up and play some more complimentary football. But I don't think the Jets are too far away and don't get alarmed by the fact that Pittsburgh went off on Kansas City. Every week, as you both are learning, is a new season. And even though the fans see the Jets as a struggling team, who's lost two in a row and the world is ending, that's not the way it is in a locker room, and you both have been in a locker room. Right, and yeah, I'll piggyback on that. We were in the, Ethan and myself were in the locker room. I, I didn't see you yesterday. I think you had a... I came in there like... Oh, yeah, you were sitting down with, um, with Gilly. Gilly. Yeah. Uh, but we were all in the locker room yesterday, and those guys were bumping. It was bumping. The energy was so great. They were laughing. They were joking around, and they said... I said, what's going on, you guys? And they said, we had a good practice. We had a good practice, and... I believe Brandon Marshall. Was it Brandon Marshall? He said it's been the best practice they've had all season. So those guys are not down. They don't think the season's over. They're confident they can turn this around. Um, you know, and hopefully they turn it around on Sunday in Pittsburgh. Um, back to the Fitz thing. Like, all those interceptions are not on him. A lot of the balls were tipped. Um, he tried to force a lot of things to spark the offense. So, you know, Brandon Marshall said he, he had his quarterback back. He said... You know, it's not all on fits. So, you know, I think they, they can turn this thing around. We'll they should take the lead, Ethan and Alex. They should take the lead from 
uh, Brandon and guys like uh, Steve McClendon, a veteran who's going back to Pittsburgh this week, and their attitudes. And I think this team is in the right frame of mind. No matter what's happened on the outside, I think Todd Bowles has them prepared for this week. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. And just just being in the locker room yesterday, you could kind of sense that spirits obviously weren't down. It was it was a rather loud locker room yesterday. It and was I, rowdy. Like yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, and you know, there's not to an out Jets Nation. Like you, you guys aren't in the locker room every day. You don't see this kind of stuff. But take a deep breath. You know, EA just said it. Last week, the, or last year, excuse me, the Jets were 5-5, five and five, had a tough stretch, weeks 7-11, to 11, brink of the playoffs, one game away from the playoffs. It's, it is a long season. Granted, it's, it's a little, it's a sour taste right now because it's the beginning of the season. It's an early season hole. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But like, there, there's the a lot of Bull, football left to Todd be played, Bull for sure. Todd Bowles said it is an early season hole. And it's not a monstrous hole by any means. Again, I talked about this on the, the radio show inside the Jets, 7 o'clock. At Calandra's called. I heard they had good food. Uh, they always have good food. Come on by. I, I'll I buy you a meal. Oh. I'll purchase you the meal. It's free though. Huh? <laughs> Isn't the food free? Um, no. For Jets and Boys, it's free. Oh, it is. Yes. I didn't know that. That's why I a lot, always, of, <laughs> a lot I, of people go get their I, free meal. I always pump more money into the economy. If you uh -huh. all want to stop by okay. and show your support for the Jets, I always listen over. to you. I actually listen to you on the radio. But on the way home, uh, what I'd say too is that, you know. Kansas City started one and five a year ago. They won eleven. The Jets. Straight, right? I was here in two thousand two when the Jets started two and five. And Herm Edwards said, "What do you play for? You play to win the game." Listen, there's a <laughs> lot of season left here, folks. Didn't they go one and four during a stretch last year? Yeah, week yeah. seven to eleven. And then they came back from right. that. Right. So right. it's possible, people. So everyone, take a deep breath. It's okay. I understand the concern that Pittsburgh has talent because every, I mean every team has talent. Let's be real. And Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger have who, who said it that it was the best chemistry they've ever seen? That's Kelvin Pryor. Calvin he said Pryor. that in the locker room that yeah. I was not in yesterday, but I was there for Kelvin Pryor. Who did say that? <laughs> well, so, you were sitting down. That's why saw Calvin yeah. Pryor said that it's the best chemistry they've seen. But and you know, they're, best they're chemistry great he's player. ever seen between a quarterback and a wide receiver. And they're, they they're also Le'Veon Bell came back in with, a big way. Oh my God, 144 yards on against eight. a good defense and only on 18 carries. So it's yeah. not like he he ran yeah. the ball 30 times. Great he, challenge ahead. To, to flip to flip the script here, let's go fits against the Pittsburgh defense here. I know Alex and I were Alex. We were talking about this a little bit before. You you see some potential. Yeah, they holes they there. have the thirtieth ranked passing defense, so they can potentially take advantage of this. Hopefully, they do. It, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Who's someone that you expect to break out for this Jets offense? Or you're looking that you think they're gonna break well, out? I'm hoping Forte gets back on track. Um, and Bilal, again, I hope he gets a lot. I, I feel like I want them both to be intertwined at the same time. Like, it's either one or so the other. So you want, like, a two-back set? Yeah, so I want them both to be working at the same time. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you have anybody that you that you have your eyes on? Well, yeah, there's a few things. It's what's happening up front with the offensive line uh, is uh, winners back this week. I can't remember what the injury report was on Wednesday. You know, he suffered an in a head injury against the Seahawks, so that uh, Brent Quale who've been alternating at right tackle with Ben Igelana. He came in, he started playing right guard next to Igelana. And at the wide receiver position, we know that Dex got the partially torn rotator cuff. He did not practice Wednesday. If he's not able to go, 
the young kids have to continue to take steps forward, and that's Robbie Anderson and Teron Peak. Teron Peak got in the end zone last week on a fortuitous bounce. Fortuitous is a good way uh, to a describe four, a four, it. A 42-yard uh, uh, fumble uh, recovery uh, uh, to pay dirt. But the bottom line is Steelers are going to do everything they can to try to take away 15, take away Brandon Marshall. So you're going to need contributions elsewhere. And Alex made a good point about the running backs. Sometimes it's not necessarily where you got to run the ball first and then the passing game's going to come. Maybe the passing game sets up running lanes for Forte, Bilal Powell. Bilal Powell has had 12 combined receptions the past two games. The Jets can move the ball on the Steelers. Again, it's finishing inside the red zone, and it's ball security. But my eyes are on Robbie Anderson, who slid up to the number three spot against Seattle, almost had that deep ball on the home sideline against Deshaun Shedd of the Seattle Seahawks. And I think that throughout his short career here, Robbie Anderson, I wrote about this yesterday in, on NewYorkJets.com, but I think Robbie Anderson, whatever the challenge is, he seems to rise to the occasion with every step. First, it was his consistency in practice. Then he led the NFL in preseason receiving yards. And now he has an opportunity to really make an impact on the biggest level to date in that in a regular season matchup for the New York Jets. And this is really where it'll count more so than preseason and training camp for obvious reasons because you rec it, it deeply affects the record and your chances of making the playoffs. So I actually think Robbie Anderson is going to connect for with a 140-plus yard play. That, okay. that's, that's my big prediction I can here. see that, too. He just, like... He he, he always, has a way He always himself. makes the play. He, and yeah. he always is one step ahead of the guy. He just needs to hold on to that ball when he's taking he, that hit. So he has, he he has can a do knack. that. He has a knack for somehow right. keep. He keeps pushing and he keeps Creating good things space. have paid off so far. And I, I, I have high hopes for him. And I think that well, I think he'll get a forty-plus yarder against the Pittsburgh. Yeah, it could Steelers. happen. The comfort level should be better. And also these practice reps, people. At home, don't take into account. I think sometimes how important practice reps are. Deck went out last week, so they basically had a week where Robbie Anderson shifts from five to three. Tron Peak is active, so those guys got three days of practice. They're out there on Sunday. Now it's three more days of practice. So I think that Fitz should have some more comfortability with these guys, and they should be learning the exact route placements where the guy's going to be throwing the ball and things like that. So. What's happening on the field this week is very important. But the Jets have to finish against the Steelers. Got to give their defense some help. And the bottom line is I expect the defense to play better against the deep ball. I'd love it if they could come up with a takeaway or two mm -hmm. because you got to play complementary football to win on the road. This is Laces in. Ethan Greenberg, Alex Shimo, and Eric Allen here discussing New York Jets football right now. Jets traveling well, they're not right now traveling, but this week they will be traveling to Heinz Field Sunday, 1 p.m. Again, the Jets looking to go 2-3 and three on the season. And real quick before we table the Steelers talk is Steve McClendon, who former Pittsburgh Steeler, played there six years, first year with the New York Jets. His emotions yesterday in his, in his locker room presser were you, you could tell that he was excited that it was going to be an interesting feeling. So I'm going to ask you guys, put yourselves in his shoes being going back to Pittsburgh, the team that gave you a chance to live your dream in the NFL, now you're playing them. What's going through your mind? 
I'll let Alex take that. She spent a lot of time with Steve McClendon. Yeah, Lately, she was cooking with him last cooking, week. He's actually such an awesome dude. Um, I mean, I think that he's got to be going in with his head lit on fire. He just wants to tear it up. I mean, he still obviously has love for you know his former teammates and coaches and everything. But, I mean, if it was me, I would want to just light light it up and go off. And I think he's going to be playing with his head on fire. Sometimes you worry about guys with their emotions because they can get way too high. I think McClendon is a very mature guy. And even though he is going to be very emotional, everything he talks about Pittsburgh, it wasn't a bad breakup or anything like that. He's very complimentary yeah. of the organization. He has friends over there and mm -hmm. teammates and things mm -hmm. like that. With that being said, he's very happy to be here. He fits in tremendously with a defensive line where they're favoring more of it's an attack system instead of two gap and maybe in Pittsburgh a little bit he's one gap and he's getting up the field a little bit and the Jets defensive line again it's going to be on them every week we're going to talk about that right now the best four players uh, that Todd Bowles are try is trying to get on the field is that front seven you know so you're always going to see a lot of times you're going to see McClendon out there with Leo Muhammad Wilkerson, Sheldon Richardson. So those guys have to be dominant. And McClendon is going to be ready ready to go. And yeah. I don't worry about his emotions. Yeah, he said yesterday in the locker room that he'll talk to his friends after the game. But, but until that point, it's, it's, all, it's all game. It, it's game time. So. It's game time. And it's game time right now because we're going to the suicide picks real quick. Okay. Alex. All right, I'm going to say this before, before EA even says a thing. Oh, I like it. So there's no... Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take the Monday night game. I'm gonna take Carolina at home. Who are they playing? Tampa Bay. Okay. Well, that was quick. Okay. Well, now, now can you read us the schedule? <laughs> so then, please? your part is Arizona at San Francisco, Washington at Baltimore, New England at Cleveland, Philadelphia at Detroit, Chicago at Indy, Tennessee at Miami, Houston, Minnesota, um, Jets at Pittsburgh, Atlanta Falcons at Denver, Cincy at Dallas, Buffalo at um, the Rams. Give me Arizona. Give me Arizona. That's a Thursday night game. That's tonight. I'll get it out of the way tonight. They'll beat San Francisco. San oh. Yeah, I did Thursday did night. Did you pick Arizona yet, though? Did, did, I, don't remember, you know? I don't remember who picked what. No, I like Thursday night games. You like that? No, I'm just letting you I don't know if you know this. Carson Palmer is not playing tonight. I like Arizona over okay. San Francisco. Oh, okay. Yeah, Carson's right. not playing. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, All right, what about, and then the final is San Diego at Oakland, Giants at Packers. How do you guys not pick the Pats over the Browns? The return of Tom Brady? Well, maybe down the line I'll use the Patriots. Yeah, I want to say I'm that. telling you, tonight <laughs> at 1130 when I'm sleeping, Arizona will have beaten San Francisco. Okay. All right, that, and, and that, is, that is a fact is what you're saying? It's not even a question. It's a fact. That Arizona. Is, that is my prediction. Uh, and as you've noticed so far, you may. Uh -huh. I'm the only person who has not got any game wrong here during your suicide pool. Okay. <laughs> you, okay. You are you, the well, expert. <laughs> well, no, uh, you got mine wrong though. I, I'm. I mean, I, I don't even know if I, I. I don't even know what the protocol here. Is, but I would pick the Patriots. I will be picking the Patriots in my suicide pool outside of the podcast. So I will be picking the Patriots again because I don't see a way they lose to the Cleveland Browns. That's fine. I might They're not definitely not going to lose. By the way, while we're doing the suicide pool, I got to tell you, I might not even use the Patriots all year because for me, this is this is personal. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> personal for you, it's personal for Steve McClendon going back to Pittsburgh. We're, we're all one here at who One Jets Drive. Who does Syracuse play this week? <laughs> who cares? You guys don't even know. No, who cares? I think they're, uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I'm so checked out at this point, EA, it was 50 to 33 at MetLife Stadium. So what? You're getting some offensive production. Yeah, I, you, I you're, like Dino you're not Babers. Wrong. I like Dino Babers a lot too. I just happen to Give think him some time. Don't check out. I'm not. I'm not checking out. Out. I'm just saying that this season is not going to be pretty. You know, we got a lot of Penn standpoint. State people on the floor here. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. At Wake Forest. Yes, a winnable game. A um. Winnable game. Yes and no. Wake Forest plays tough defense. Well, and, as, and, as, as, it really depends on the Wake Forest offense. If we're going to be honest here, because that is directly correlated to the Syracuse defense, which is the major, major hole right. for the Syracuse Orange. Listen. But but I, I am I am you know I am excited about it. I'm excited about the team's future. Just I'd like to fast, <laughs> fast forward a little bit. Okay. Yeah, me too. Let's go to basketball. Well you know, we'll have this discussion in basketball season because in Syracuse there are two seasons. <laughs> a winning one? Winter and a winter what snowfall and winter basketball? and basketball season. <laughs> okay. That, that is the saying. So, and that's all we have for Laces In today. Again, Ethan Greenberg joined alongside Alex Steimo and Eric Allen. The Jets traveled to Heinz Field for a Sunday 1 p.m. matchup. A very intriguing matchup at that. Talent on both sides of the ball on both teams. You don't want to miss it. Again, this is Laces In. Make sure to subscribe to the Jets Podcast Network. We're on your phone. We're on your computer. EA, real quick, did your mother finally figure out how to subscribe? Did you subscribe? It's funny. You mentioned my mother. Man, that's interesting. Donna Allen. Because if she had my, she and my dad listened to all the podcasts, and he, and she, he said, "You guys do a nice job together." He listened to the one with Bart, maybe Chad, and he listened to the one with us three. And not to be long-winded, but he said that Alvin does a good job. <laughs> oh my he thinks your name's Alvin. Yeah. <laughs> my nice. dad's not really great with names. Alvin nice. and the Chipmunks. So Del- Alvin, and Alvin the Greenberg chipmunks. here. I'll, I'll, you was very good by Alvin. That's okay. That's all right. You know, I appreciate I, the compliment. Again, I like your outfit. Two thumbs up, Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have for Laces In. Stay tuned for next week for my outfit, which will be black and white. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It'll be very simple. Again, New York Jets travel to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hindfield, 1 o'clock. Stay tuned. Catch all our coverage on NewYorkJets.com. <laughs>